This is our third session in a five-part series of Look at the Book on five purposes of all human suffering. We've looked at Luke 13, 1 to 5, and seen that the purpose is to call us all to repentance whenever we see any suffering, including our own. We've seen 2 Corinthians 1, 8 and 9, that the purpose in bringing us to the end of ourselves is to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead, so reliance. And today we focus on Hebrews 2, 6 to 11, and see that God's purpose in our suffering is righteousness or holiness. So Father, as we focus now on this text in Hebrews 12, show us your fatherly care in the midst of the hardest of times. Oh God, what a difference it would make if we felt loved when we're hurting rather than beat up. Would you show us that here and take it down deep into our heart? I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord disciplines the one he loves. And the discipline here in the context is you have not yet resisted under the shedding of blood. This is very serious mistreatment from outside and physical pain in the body. The Lord disciplines. So this is the Lord using human circumstances to discipline the one whom he loves. Often we feel less loved when we're hurting, when we get a disease or when some tragedy comes into our lives. And Hebrews is bending over backwards here to say the Lord disciplines those he loves and he chastises every son He's treating us as children now, every son whom he receives. And if you say, I I thought we were talking about the suffering of all people. And I'm arguing that if someone, anyone, anywhere in the world who undergoes any kind of, of suffering from the Lord would yield to God, they would find themselves in this category and no longer be treated as if they were only being condemned but confirmed in their sonship. We have had earthly fathers who disciplined us and we respected them. Shall we not much more, even though they weren't perfect, much more be subject to the father of spirits? So our earthly fathers gave us our bodies. We have a father in heaven who has created our spirits. Shall we not much more be subject to the father of spirits and live for they disciplined us, our, our human fathers disciplined us for a short time as it seemed best to them, which may not have been best at all. In fact, they may have thought, what's best here is for me to get this kid out of my hair and give him a good swat and send him to his room. But he is so different from the worst human fathers. He disciplines us always for our good always for our good. He always loves us and always is disciplining us for our good. That we may, now here's the purpose, purpose, that, so that, that's a purpose. 
so that we may share his holiness. So the, the discipline, the affliction that comes into your life is designed by God that you might share his holiness. For the moment, all discipline seems painful. So there's the, a clear statement that he's talking about real painful circumstances in our lives, physical, relational, circumstantial, whatever they are, real pain seems painful rather than pleasant. Yes, indeed. Later, later, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. So holiness and righteousness to those who have been trained by it. So holiness is God's purpose in our suffering. Righteousness is God's purpose in our suffering. And if we ask, how does that work? I would say uh, purpose, uh, purpose number two, number three, this one depends on, rests upon purpose number two two, which is rely more on God. If we rely more on God because of our suffering as props, ordinary human props get knocked out from under us and we have to fall on God. If we rely more on God in our suffering because it takes away other reliances, we will live more like God. Relying on God enables us to live radically like God. And so the purpose of holiness and the purpose of righteousness in our suffering comes through purpose number two as we rely more on God. So I sum up purpose number three like this, righteousness. All human suffering is meant to increase the fruit of righteousness and holiness in our lives. If it's an unbeliever, of course, this has to follow through faith. But I am saying that wherever you meet suffering, you can say to someone, if you would just turn to God through Christ, you would find that your suffering is not condemning suffering, but confirming suffering. It would be designed to increase the fruit of righteousness and holiness in our lives.